So the newest and most interesting thing that I saw when I plugged back in to the CrossFit mainframe was that there are now new divisions being competed in person at the games. And we've seen the occupational games show up as kind of like this online competition that took place this past weekend at the same time as the age group online qualifier. And it was divisions based upon your career, based upon your work. Great. Love it. Now we're also adding in the adaptive division. So there's going to be a handful of adaptive divisions that are going to compete in person at the CrossFit Games for the title of fittest adaptive athlete in those divisions. I love it. The adaptive athletes are an incredible inspiration. They're always fun to watch. They're really interesting because you get to see the application of this like weird event that is sort of like the cousin to the methodology. Like the sport is so different from what happens in the actual day-to-day -day gym, and it should be. But you get to see how it sort of is replicatable across all these different divisions. And I absolutely love that about the various divisions that we see at the games. And one of the things that I really love about the adaptive divisions and having seen them actually happen in person, I mean, Wadapalooza has been running adaptive divisions for a few years now, and it's always, always a treat to see those competitions take place because it's just interesting. It's different. It's really a reminder about how accessible this practice, this physical practice can be and actually is. But the question that I think is really important to ask is, where do the divisions stop? Because there is a really good argument for many different divisions to exist. And what is the actual core behind why you have the different divisions to begin with? Well, you're trying to make a more fair competition. Love it. Huge fan. Fair competition. That's what this is all about. You want a fair level playing field. That's why the men compete with the men. The women compete with the women. The age groups are divided into what would be very understandably discrete categories where you don't necessarily want all the masters to compete with all the masters because there's a big difference between someone who's 36 and someone who is 66. And so it makes sense when you make divisions based off of categorical differences between people. So why don't we take that to a more extreme level? Why not have things like size divisions? Why not weight classes? Why not have something like the Clydesdale CrossFit Games, you know, men over 220 and I don't know what the equivalent women's weight would be. I, I apologize. I don't want to throw something out there and get either completely lambasted for having a terrible idea of what women might weigh. I don't know. I, I already feel like... Anyway, the point is, why not have something like the Clydesdale division? Why not have height divisions? I mean, they already have the adaptive division for the height adaptation for, for that type of a standard, but why not like extra tall? And I know that the CrossFit side of extra tall is like anyone over six feet, but like that's not 100%. That's not a great way of doing it. Why not have something like over six foot five? Because 
you can make the argument that a six foot five crossfitter versus a five foot five crossfitter or a six foot five crossfitter even versus like a five foot nine crossfitter it's a completely different world. I mean, they're playing different games at that point. So if you're looking at divisions as being these discrete different buckets that are going to separate into more fair levels of competition, it's the same reason why you don't have weightlifting competitions that are just all weight classes competing against one another. It doesn't make any sense. There is no way of evening that out. You could have like all the weight classes compete against one another using some sort of mathematical formula, say like the Sinclair, which gives you a much better idea pound for pound how strong each of the lifters are, but there isn't really something like that in the CrossFit space and implementing something like that would either involve like lots of technology and mathematics, so measuring every athlete's limb length and all their weights before and after each event, and then tailoring each of the scalings of the event to be based upon either, you know, some events are an absolute weight that needs to be moved, some events are a relative weight that needs to be moved, and then all the scores are gonna be based off of some sort of absolute power output that happens with the various pieces that you adjusted, like you use a 48 pound kettlebell, you use a 53 pound kettlebell, you use a 107 pound barbell in this workout, and you use a 96 pound barbell in this workout. That type of complication doesn't really add anything to the competition. So like, yeah, that would help solve the issue here, but you could also solve it a lot faster by just saying, hey, you know what, if you're really tall, or you're really heavy, or you're really short, or you're really light, you're gonna compete, at least have the opportunity to compete in a different category, a category that is specifically you competing against other people that fit within that category, because that is how you have a fair comparison between the guy who's 6'5 and Matt Fraser who is not 6'5.